another fabulous episode of the Taco Boys podcast. It is I, your host today, the hostess of the mostest, Taco <laughs> Boy Juan. And across from me, of course, is always the lovely of loveliest Taco Boy 2. It's me. I'm here. Whoa. That was the, the lowest wow. intro I've done. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Taco Boys podcast. I almost turned into Cool Ranch McGatch again. He's back around. Right now. He moseyed you on thought, in. He thought I, I was you gone. Buckled up <laughs> and ready for another fun filled, deep voiced Taco Boys podcast. What if you know, this is something I've actually. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was curious to say, what if we did like the rest of the podcast where we were talking like this real low? It would be the, it'd be like the one time that we had like a ton of new new listeners pop in, and they're like, "Let's listen to the most recent one," and it just goes in, and we're like, "Ah ha ha, isn't that hilarious, Christian?" <laughs> <laughs> kind of love it. That's so like, great. I Frank love it. Bro. Honestly, it would be one of our lowest episodes yet. <laughs> yeah, it would. Everyone would be like, I'm not listening to that episode ever again. And I'm not making it. Or through. maybe just maybe they may they may love it more. Yeah, and we and get it's stuck the, in the it. The inverse effect. <laughs> we, we have to keep doing it. Everyone's like, man, I don't know what it was, but something about those low voices makes me just want to keep coming back. And we're like, we got to keep I doing the low voices. It. Um, it's like Duke Silver. Yes. <laughs> it's just yeah. like for some reason, everyone loves it. And he's just like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Duke Silver. Well, I guess he's not like, oh, okay. He knows he's good. But Yeah. Dude, that was such a great storyline in Parks and Rec. Because it's like so unexpected. But then also at the same time, not unexpected. But the reaction of right, everyone exactly. realizing that Ron is this like amazing jazz saxophone player. Like. Which mm. I think he plays saxophone yes. in real life, if I'm not mistaken. Which is a Ron does everything back. in real life. <laughs> I feel like he just played himself in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. I listened to an interview of him on Conan not too long ago, like a rerun, and it just the whole time I was like, this guy just acts like Nick Offer Nick Offerman. I was like, he just acts like Ron Swanson the entire time, and. I mean, it's great. It's nice to know that that's like legitimately his whole personality. It's so funny, right? But right. Um, hey, Christian. I'd imagine. Sorry. Hey, go for it. I, what were you about? No, to say? you're good. I, I was about to tell well, I was you. Gonna, uh, I was. <laughs> Can I talk? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> you're like here's the floor, but I want to tell you something. But here, no, you. After I say this. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry. No, go for it, please. <laughs> Um, I was gonna just say, like, didn't Conan like is his uh, is he done He's with done. whatever he was doing? Yeah, just a little update for everyone out there. I'm figuring this out now. I saw a, a, a recommendation on YouTube, and I was like, Jack Black like plays out or yeah. does something on Conan's last show, and I was like, what? Yeah, it was. I so I I like I like Conan, and he's one of the like only late night guys that I think I actually enjoy his interviews completely most of the time like i i think but that's he kind of mentioned this in like his farewell speech the other night he's like he's like there is a like marriage between complete silliness that doesn't make any sense and smart humor and he was like and my goal was to like find that in between of being completely crazy and silly while also having 
intelligent humor combined with it. And he was like, mm. he was basically like, I, I like to think that I did a good job of that. And I think he did because there are times in the show where it is like so, so absurd, like so silly. And then there are other times where it's some really in-depth joke where you are just like, wait, is like, what is going on here? And you have to like, think about it. But I, I think that's why I like to show more than the others. But yeah, he, he's hanging it up. He said he was done and did his farewell stuff. And now I think he's going to do some sort of show that he's writing for, for like HBO Max or something like that. But it's not going to be a talk show or a late night show. So mm. there it is. He did it. He really did. The end of an era. End of an era for sure. Like I, he's he's been going at it for years now. It's unbelievable, and he was, you know, super grateful because he was not supposed to really be one of those guys who became a late night host. And then um, I think it was Lauren Michaels who produces SNL. He basically was like, "You need to, y'all need to put Conan on the late night show hosting that," and the network was like, "He's." we have no idea who this guy is. He's just a writer. Like, we don't think he's that guy. And Lauren Michaels was like, no, you need to put him. Like, he'll be so good. And so they did. And, you know, their ratings went up because at that time, the format, like, for late night shows hadn't changed all that much or whatever. And Mm -hmm. it was, like, something new. And he was, like, going at Mm. it, like, with a new look and everything. And, uh, yeah, just, it was just crazy. Yeah. It ended this week and I was kind of bummed. I was like, Oh no, but yeah, it's a thank you know, RIP Conan show. <laughs> we, we did both. Just I thought salute. you were going to salute I him did. away and then you just ripped him like straight <laughs> like, rip Conan rest in peace, my guy. And you're like, I'm like, what is, what? Wait, is he dead to Jonathan now? I'm like, you're dead to me. You stopped the show. You're dead to me. You stopped the show. You're like, it sounds like Jonathan over. had some respect for Conan and then he just like demolishes him. <laughs> Listen, you won't believe what happens on the next episode of the Taco Boys. <laughs> it's just me backtracking and giving an official statement. Conan who? Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Yeah, he has a he has a podcast that's pretty funny sometimes. And they're like interviews with people and everything. It's pretty entertaining. Nice. But but yeah, yeah, ended the thing. So Anyway, what were you going to say earlier? Well, yeah. this was so random because I, I had mentioned Cool Ranch McGanch and it made me think of Cool Ranch oh, Doritos. Yes. And then mm. that made me think of snack chips. And the other day I tried Takis for the first time. Have you had Takis? Oh, very nice. Of course. I have not had them until literally last week. And I can't decide what I think. I like them. You can't decide if you like them or not? I can't, Well, I like an aspect of it. I like the lime, and I like some of the heat. But then there's also like part of it that I don't like, which is it's very, um, it's very powdery. It's, very, uh, mm-hmm. it's got a lot of residue on the taki. So you don't like the powder? I, I do like the flavor, but it feels... You know how like with a Cheeto, it feels more adhered to the... Cheeto itself, like the powder does. 
With a Taki, it feels mm. different, like it's just fallen off. But that was the aspect mm-hmm. I couldn't get around. But I did enjoy the Takis. But mm-hmm. have you tried the blue ones? I don't think so. I feel like I've only had like the OG Taki. Yeah. I have not. I didn't try the blue ones because I feel like my brain doesn't want my potato chip or my corn chip to be like bright blue. But I may do it. I might do it. But that was the only update I had was I, I tried Takis yeah. well, for the first time. It's really funny. Like there, I feel like a lot of like YouTube influencers have been talking about Takis right now because of the commercials yeah. or whatever, the YouTube influencers. And it's very funny because uh, that you mentioned the powder because you obviously, you know, Markiplier, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm assuming. Um, he <laughs> he <laughs> loves Takis, but he's he, he only loves the powder. What? And the way that he eats Takis is he will literally apparently buy a bag he will put the chip in his mouth lick off all the powder and spit out the chip no not eat it he just likes the powder of the taki that is so odd i don't think it's a bit i really do think it's like a thing that he does um i'm pretty sure because he spends like a whole video doing it and you're just like what on earth is wrong with (laughs) like why aren't you just eating (laughs) it just eat eat the the chip it, and he was talking about in this past video how he just wished that Taki would just get, sell a bag of the powder in one Taki, like he could fun dip, like like it, <laughs> stick it in there and just like keep just a Taki fun dip, fun dipping. Dude, the that powder. is so freaking weird though to like try to like lick powder off. I just I uh, know. Now if there was some way, if there was some way that I could have the Taki chip and like kind of take the powder off and put it into a bowl and then w- was in contact with Markiplier and sent him all the powder that I didn't want. And he could just enjoy the powder and I could just enjoy a, a tamer chip. Then we would be Yeah, he could just business. send you all his chips. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we got we to gotta make sure that I'm the first person in this deal because that other one is not going to work for me. I just get a bag of soggy chips and I'm like, oh, my Takis are here. <laughs> But they're perfectly powdered. My soggies. <laughs> By that I mean none. <laughs> My soggies. Also, I don't mean to be like, what's wrong with you? As far as like Markiplier was just like, I mean, it's just different. It you is know? odd. <laughs> I, I feel like there. it's one of those things where it's like, I guess if that's his preference of chip, it's like, then go. You do, 100%. You, do you, Markiplier. You eat things however you want. Yes. I'm sure I eat things. I mean, I already know I eat things that people are just like <laughs> <laughs> in disagreement with how it works. Oh, um, there was one. And it, people would probably say what's wrong with you, but I don't want to mean it in a negative connotations toward him. I shouldn't have said that. Well, and th- I apologize. The, I used to have one that I always thought was super weird. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm going to try this because this seems all right. Was people who put like hot sauce and uh, like Texas Pete on uh, Texas Pete is Cool Ranch McGann's cousin Texas Pete on <laughs> <laughs> um, on eggs like scrambled eggs. I always thought that was super weird. And then yeah. one day I think I was with uh, our buddy Caleb Cassell. Shout out to Caleb, and he put ketchup on his eggs and i was like dude no and he was like well if there was hot That's sauce for me dude well he was like well if there was hot sauce i would do that and at that point i was like that's still not acceptable <laughs> the eggs <laughs> with ketchup. ketchup and hot sauce are not interchangeable no and the ketchup i was like i can't do it but then 
I did try hot sauce on scrambled eggs. Just a little bit, just a wee bit of hot sauce. Just kind of sprinkled mm-hmm. on there. And it was really good. And mm-hmm. But the ketchup thing, I can't do it because I don't really like ketchup all that much. Yeah, but it's sweet, like you just said. And Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, like you just said, like my uh, lovely co-host just said. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, no, I get hot sauce. Like hot sauce is there's a difference there where it brings a new element. Obviously, sweetness is an element, but like there's for me, I just personally enjoy that little bit of uh, spicy. Yeah, um, doesn't hit in a way that makes the food taste like oh, this isn't something I would put together. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, that makes sense. I'm adding an element of heat mm-hmm. to what is happening. I'm not necessarily retra- uh, taking it in in such a new different direction. Yeah. I feel like well, eggs are like savory, um, and there's a, I kind of land on a similar part with like people who put sugar in grits. You know, like grits is mm. to me like a savory thing, almost like mashed potatoes. You wouldn't like dump spoons of sugar in mashed potatoes. You would put like salt mm. and pepper. And so that's usually where I land on that is I'm like, I there are a few times that savory and sweet obviously like can coexist. But I mm-hmm. think when it's like a base savory food like eggs, you can't like just. Well, it would be like dumping sugar on the eggs, too. Like, you know, it just feels weird. So, uh, you know, hot sauce on eggs, I give it a, a 10 out of 10. Well, a, a 7 out of 10. Ketchup on eggs, wow, 0 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, Caleb, uh, we apologize, but, uh, you know, yeah, just Caleb, and ketchup I, don't mix. I, I've told you many times, Caleb, if you're listening, the ketchup has to stop. This is an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's, oh my speaking goodness. of intervention and maybe divine intervention or something like that, I'm, wow. I'm making a I'm making a wow. a jump and I'm trying to make the segue work here. But you sent okay. me you sent me a lovely uh, uh, music video where oh, I mean, the segue is not working. But I have a, gonna go. No, I have one. Do I have it, one. Speaking it. of ketchup, you know what? You know who oh. loves ketchup specifically? Hunts ketchup. Yeah. Who had his own branding, by the way, of yeah. his arm on a ketchup bottle, his tattoo arm. Oh, I missed that. Uh, Ed Sheeran. Dude, look it up, man. It's Ed Sheeran Hunt's ketchup bottle. Or Heinz. It might be Heinz. I think it's Hunt's, though. Let me look it up. Ed um, It literally was his, it was his, like, tattoo. Um, and it had all the different, it was Heinz. There we go. Dude. And he just loves, he loves ketchup. I see that. I had yeah, no and so idea. it's his little yeah, dude, little Ed. Look at him kissing, kiss a little Heinz tomato edgeup. That That's so right, they called it edgeup. <laughs> I feel like it makes me uncomfortable that the bottle looks like skin. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I know that was like the thing. Is it's like oh yeah. So um, continue though. Continue, continue. Yeah, well, so I sent you a video because, as we all, as everyone knows, uh, mm. Ed Sheeran just dropped his his latest single, oh. uh, "Bad Habits," and yesterday I made the decision to to check out this. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to the song. I'm just going to watch the music video and experience the song, as uh, apparently Ed wants us to experience this idea. And because honestly, if you think about it, sometimes it's very interesting to experience the music video. 
because yes. maybe that's the true intent of what the person you know kind of has envisioned or at least they agree is some sort of idea it's or like a image representation leading, of the idea yeah. yes of that song to be honest um sometimes maybe not but i feel like most of the time it's like okay this is a, a, a peek behind the curtain of what the intent of the artist had right um but in this lovely uh video ed sheeran is a fabulous vampire yeah might i say <laughs> uh starts off and he's just at a hair salon Getting his hair did, and he's holding a some sort of rose flower. Yeah. Um, and he has the 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 most beautiful blue eyes. They are like they in, just insanely were like, get the blue, brightest dude. contacts we can find. Dude, they were like, you want to color correct the crap out of those <laughs> little ohos that he's got right there. Just just make them so blue, like the ocean that Billie Eilish just is like ocean eyes. Ocean My goodness. Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's so it's 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 very it's very interesting. Uh there's even a part in the video where Ed Sheeran's holding ketchup and he just squirts it into I believe ramen noodles yes. or some sort That's of exactly noodles that he, he is eating, which is also another atrocity, if I may <laughs> yes. say. You just don't mix there's listen, there's marinara, there is there is spaghetti sauce, okay, there's yeah. tomato sauce, but tomato sauce is not ketchup. It's vastly okay? different. There's there's a, there is a difference between ketchup and a marinara, okay? <laughs> it's a huge <laughs> difference. It's like way different than just regular ketchup, yes, dude. And, and here's the thing. I understand that there are people out there who make their spaghetti sauce and they put sugar in it. I was going to go into this earlier, oh. but I'm going to just mention it. Now, I was not raised in such a way that yeah. you put sugar in your uh, spaghetti sauce because it's just not. My mom didn't care for it, so I just was like, yeah, I don't care for it. And when I have it, I'm like, oh, that's sweet. It's a sweet, it's a sweet something there. Yeah. yeah, it's very sweet. And for me, I'm just like, you know, I... No me gusta. I'm just going to say it, okay? Yeah, well, tomatoes, <laughs> to a certain extent, I feel... I love how we went all the way segued to, to Ed Sheeran, and now we somehow ended up back on Sweet and Savory, uh, which are now our uh, our new podcast names are Sweet and Savory. Y'all guess who's who. But it's... Uh, I uh, The tomato already has a... A certain sweetness to it when you make it into a sauce. Right, because it's a fruit. Right. And so it's like you have the... I love how I, I just knew it was a fruit right away, and you were like, oh, he didn't even question it. It's a fruit, No, people. no, I did. It was just funny. It was just silly. <laughs> but it's a silly reason for it to be yeah, sweet. It's, it's because it's a fruit be is, my success, is my saying. You're like, what Vegetables about corn? Vegetables aren't sweet. And I'm like, corn is a, veg is a fruit, too. Isn't that wild? <laughs> Corn is a vegetable. <laughs> it's a vegetable. I'm so out of it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know why people add a ton of sugar. I can understand a little bit to a spaghetti sauce, maybe. But I've I've definitely had some sweet sauces and been like, mm, I don't know. It's a little... It, it negates the savory. But, anyway, Ed Sheeran adding <laughs> Adding ketchup to noodles. Continue. Well, and I think the whole premise was it because he was a vampire and he's like wiping the ketchup off of yes, his face. Ergo, yeah. like kind of like symbolism for blood. blood. Yeah. 
Yes. And can we also, can we also, we're, we're just really going into ketchup today. Because why not? Yeah. Can we talk about the fact that ketchup is probably the number one thing used to emulate blood in people's videos <laughs> that they make them at home? Yeah. Can we just the, talk the, like, about number that? Number one seller. You think, <laughs> you think they thought of that when they were making it? They're just like, you know what? This, Hey, Frank, you think this kind of looks like like blood a little bit <laughs> you know that like somewhere <laughs> no, in that dude. factory someone got pranked like day one they're like here we are in the ketchup factory we're making ketchup we've invented it for the first time in this running factory somehow and that's right then fred just like s- just spreads ketchup all over his chest and like fakes dead in the floor and someone rounds the corner and they're like Oh, Fred is dead. And he's like, nope, it's just this uh, <laughs> condiment that I got from this factory. Isn't that great? And they were like, this will make millions. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, even though that blood is not the viscosity of ketchup. Not one bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a really... Excellent word usage, by the way. your blood is the, the viscosity way. of ketchup, can we... Uh, you should go to the doctor's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, wait a second. We just I don't saved know if a you life. Got high cholesterol or what? <laughs> we just saved someone's life on the Taco Boys podcast. They're sitting at home, like, my blood is the viscosity of ketchup. If I should you have the, the desire to dip a French fry into <laughs> your blood as you bleed. One, you may be a vampire. Yes. Two, two problems. You should go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole segue right there. Vampires, Jonathan. Yes. I was that's where we have landed, much like a vampire landing upon the ground after soaring through the sky. Wow, um, we soared all over the sky, didn't we? Well, mostly two areas, food right. and Ed Sheeran, and connected them. So we are we're doing good, but the the idea of vampires right. go into it. What what do you have to say about vampires, Christian? Well, it was so funny, like watching this video. I recommend people go watch it because you know it's it's a, it's an interesting experience. Like all these people, so there's real people, and then there's like obviously CGI fake people that the vampires are just basically just hurling around. Yes, I'm not really dude. sure what happens. Like, what's the premise of? I think it, I don't know if they're just like. The premise is bad habits, and you just hurt people around you because you're Maybe. bad habits and. And it's just so like hurtful that people just go flying, much like a ragdoll. What if you hit it? Mm, um, yeah. Possibly. And it, but it's also just like talking about the powers of like vampires and where the whole thing existed. And when did it escalate to the point where we're just like accept that like yes, vampires can obviously fly and do all of the <laughs> things that they do today? Because was that Nosferatu's? You know, was that his original ability? Back in the day, because I think that's the OG vampire, right? Yeah, like it's. Am I saying that right? Yeah, like I mean, I'm looking here, kind of at vampire. It says it's a creature from folklore that uh, subsists by feeding on the vital essence. Uh, European folklore vampires are undead creatures and often visit loved ones, cause and caused mischief or deaths in the neighborhoods they inhabited. While they were alive, okay, so the neighborhoods they were in, they they torment them or whatever. It says they wore shrouds and were often described as bloated. <laughs> My, Probably all that sodium like, they're intaking. Uh, so bloated. <laughs> <laughs> like all of that blood. There's so much sodium the in the blood. <laughs> yeah, it's just like 
can I come into the house? And they're like, no. And he's like, please, I'm so bloated. Uh, and it says, they are uh, markedly different from today's gaunt, pale vampire, which dates from the early 19th century. So that's kind of interesting that they started off like very bloated and it like very uh, different than like the unhealthy looking specimens that we see in movies now. Because I think that I think everyone kind of automatically pictures like the like the people from Twilight, very pale, tall and gaunt looking sickly in a sense. Mm hmm. And sparkly. Mm-hmm. Now, now, have you seen Twilight, Jonathan? I have not. I have not seen Twilight. Same. I think Same. Kristen has seen Twilight, though. And yeah, I, it was. She said she was like, eh, all right. <laughs> like she, I think, had tried to read the first book when it first came out back in the day, mm-hmm. and I think she read it and then tried the movie, and like, oh, Kristen's yelling at me right now, saying something. What was it, Kristen? She read the first two, but then her mom wouldn't let her read the rest. So there mm. we go. She read the first two books and then didn't finish the rest of them. Wow. So, and so now that she's uh, married and living uh, you know, away from home, is she able to complete the trilogy? <laughs> is it a trilogy? Does she have any desire to finish such uh, books and opinions of the first two. That's that's a great question. Hey, I'm gonna ask. Welcome Kristen. to the new segment called "Ask My Wife." <laughs> ask with, my uh, wife, Tucker where Boy I yell too. into the other room asking Christian questions. Yes, Christian yes. Christian. <laughs> <I yell. laughs> this is what happens when I marry I'm someone. I'm also named in the other room with Kristen. We're just hanging out out there. <laughs> so, Kristen, now that we are now that we're married, are you gonna finish and complete the series? Now that we're married, she said, "Probably not." <laughs> now that we're married, now that, that we're doesn't married. have any context to being outside of the house of your parents. You're just looking blind. Now that we finally, <laughs> now that you're of married age, can you finish the Twilight books? Kind of thing. <laughs> Actually, if you open the the next Twilight books, you open it, and on the front sleeve it says. Are you married yet? You have to be married to read these books. Yes, or and her no. mom wouldn't let her because she wasn't married yet. Now they're now that she's married. That's right. That's and, right. And what it fell off, and I was like, and right now I've got Twilight books to give Kristen. <laughs> uh, so no, she didn't. It's she didn't just finish. like wedding gifts. It's just like on the <laughs> registry. Twilight three. <laughs> you know what Twilight they the third book. I, I don't know what they called <laughs> just it. Put numbers. Yeah. It was some Twilight One, Twilight Two, Twilight Three. Oh, my favorite of the Twilight, series. Twilight, Twilight again, the fourth one. It's just like the Fast and Furious. Twice movies. light, thrice light, thrice light. Oh my goodness! Quadruple light. <laughs> Call us if you uh, want these names. We're gonna uh, copyright. Them. That's right. We've already said it on the podcast, and we own them now. So. Now, right. so you said you hadn't seen them either. No, 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 no. Of I've, course not. Of course. I've seen like some clips on TikTok, and uh, it's pretty hilarious. A lot of times, people are showing the clips and kind of being like, "Look how absurd this scene was." Like, there was one where it was a character he rode a motorcycle in, and then all of a sudden he like mm-hmm. he like lays the motorcycle down, but like while he's laying it down, he like stands up and like spins away from the motorcycle, like it was to, supposed to be some sort of like fast dismount. 
and I thought that was pretty funny. I'll have to send that to you at some point. But yeah, yes, yes. I don't know where Please that idea do. of vampire came from then. Yeah, I have no idea. You know, maybe she was just like, I really like this idea. And there was like, also, let's, uh, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's just make them vampires. Make them smart, uh, smarkly. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looked it up here. It says the charismatic and sophisticated vampire of modern fiction was born in wow. 1819 with the publication of The Vampire. So basically, a guy wrote, it, it said the story was highly successful and the most influential vampire work of early 19th century. And then Dracula came out like 90 years later or something. And then it says, and is remembered as the quintessential vampire novel and provided the basis for mm. modern vampire legend. Have you ever watched any version of Dracula? No. No. I, I have I guess well I said that like out of shock but actually I don't think I have either. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> like how could you? Me neither. I can't believe you've not seen Dracula. Well, I think I never really like watched anything with vampires. It just was always kind of familiar with the idea and mm-hmm. the legend of it, but Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't know the whole thing about like having to be invited in. Like, are you are you familiar with that whole part of the legend? Well, vampires not being able to be like, you can't come in my house. They have to be invited. Yeah, they have to be invited in, which is such a yes. weird, yes, odd thing to like have. As a rule, like this vampire literally physically cannot walk through a door unless the person is like, "Won't mm-hmm. you come in?" And then he's like, "Now I can kill everybody or like drain them of their now life I was fake. Yeah, so it's like that's super right, weird. and that's just an analogy for life in general. Like, wow, you know, some things can't happen unless you invite those things to actually fully happen in your life. Unbelievable! Wow, that's I mean, that's such a principle, isn't it? And I feel like. It's definitely, you wonder if they wrote it for that purpose. If they made that like analogy is like, well, you know, it's people can't hurt you if you don't let them in. And you're like, well, wait a second. You think we can't have friends or what's going on here? But you wonder if it was <laughs> well, like, no one, you can't have anyone. But it, you obviously wonder, it's, it's <laughs> go for it. Like, vampires being the bad guys yes, and being yes. like the people that want to kill you not yeah. anyone and everyone but don't they just don't, invite anyone and everyone but they don't in, 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 like inform the people that they're a vampire they would show up at the door and be like knock knock and they're like hello my name is this can i come inside and then the person would be like well, certainly, because they're from the Three Stooges. And so then they would walk in. And then the guy would, uh, you know, be a vampire. So you, I wonder, like... Yeah, surprise, I'm a vampire. Did uh, you know? Which <laughs> the also, whole time. <laughs> which is another popular... I feel like you're impersonating also another very popular vampire, the Count from Sesame Street. Do you remember the Count? Of course, we've referenced the count before. We have because we've counted on here before. Look at us, we're growing up. But <laughs> <laughs> that's right, we've counted before we've on the Togo Boys podcast. Every time we say Togo Boy one, ah uh, 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 Togo Boy two, ah uh, ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Don't you guys remember that? For every single episode, we've always gone yeah, to an accent. When we've every done that single part. time, and, and 
but right here I'm reading more about like the creating vampires. It says the causes of a vampiric generation were many and varied in the original folklore. Uh, it says it mm. actually started as like Chinese tradition. And then oh, of <laughs> sucking blood. <laughs> ah, yes. The famous traditions of old. No, it said that like what they said would cause this was any corpse that was jumped over by an animal, particularly a dog or cat, was feared to become one of the undead. <laughs> if it was jumped over by a dog, uh, it's wow. like, how'd you, how'd you end up like this? Well... Dog jumped over me while I was dead, and now I'm a vampire. <laughs> like, what the heck? But um, it says basically a lot of people believed this, and it says that um, the Russian Orthodox Church was um, really convinced of it. And it says the cultural practices arose that were intended to prevent a recently deceased loved one from turning into an undead vampire. By burying the corpse, mm. the corpse upside down, and uh, was one of their thing, and placing an earthly obje- object such as a sickle or a scythe near the grave to satisfy anything trying to enter the body. Very strange. I'm like, where did y'all <laughs> pick satisfy. that up, <laughs> man? Like, where? Did like y- upside down? Is that like feet down or <laughs> just like back just, up? Well, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out because I'm like, well, wait. Is it upside down from how it normally is? Because that would just be on its right. belly. And then if, if that, then is it like head down? But then they're right. like, oh, here's the reasonable thing. We'll put a sickle beside this to satisfy anything. Like, where did mm-hmm. they get this? Where did this come from? It just says it. And it says that was like the things that they they like saw to do. And I'm like, that is so mm-hmm. odd. But... It says that that um, that whole thing kept going, and then it says that Greek folklore, blah blah blah, in which a wax cross and a piece of pottery with the inscription "Jesus Christ Conquers" was placed on the corpse as well. So they would put that. They were very scared of the undead, apparently, which is surprising in a sense. Don't I mean? Don't you find that kind of surprising that the Russian Orthodox Church was like so afraid of vampires that like it became part of their practice to be like we have to make sure our loved ones don't turn into vampires and aren't taken hmm. by this. Like that's very yeah. Odd. I mean, I is it, is it that the uh, even the um, accent that people do with vampires is like Russian? Dude, right? you're right. I didn't even think about that it's very rushing. that like it's like blah 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 it's yeah. like that he's i am vampire dude i didn't even think about that as i was reading this it's a russian accent and i bet it stems from that incredible what an analysis i missed that one but it do also, you think putin is a vampire i, I do 100 <laughs> <laughs> what if all of a sudden i was like fully convinced that you look and i just have like Clay pottery with like inscriptions on it behind me. Clay pottery. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I just choked. Um, yeah. It's what just, if it's Putin th- was a vampire? If he was, what's his first name? Vladimir. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> Vladimir. Vladimir. <laughs> Did you not? Yeah, that's his real first name, Vladimir Putin. No, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Vlad 
Blood. Oh. Blood. Bloodamir. Blood a smear. <laughs> it's been there the whole time. We've just unlocked Conspiracy it. theory uh, is, is, is proven. Vladimir Putin is a vampire. Do you like that whole thing I had going on there? Do, 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 do. I don't know what that's from, but yes. Yeah, it's the Twilight Zone. It's a good old conspiracy theory whistle tune. Oh, Twilight. Vampire. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my goodness. The Twilight <sighs> Zone. The Twilight Zone was what Kristen got told she couldn't be in when she couldn't finish the books. But if you're reading them, you're in the Twilight Zone because you're reading. That's right. I That entire series was also about vampires. Now, Christian, here's my question. Let's say a uh, a vampire wanders up to your house. Do you know how to protect yourself from vampire? Just moseys on over. Yeah, yeah. He moseys on over to your house, and he looks at you and says, "Can I come in?" And you say, "And then I accidentally say yes." Oh yeah. goodness gracious! How do I protect myself if a vampire has made its way into my humble abode? Let me tell you, I run I run to the kitchen. Yes. I open the fridge and I just grab that handy dandy little can of garlic yes. that has all been minced up you know, and I just yeah. slather myself in it. I don't throw it on him, no. I want He's, to protect me. He, he <laughs> looks I, and it's just this man like, in the kitchen spreading garlic on himself. <laughs> and he's like, much I like, am out. Much, <laughs> yeah, much like a sun a sunscreen or suntan lotion, I just <laughs> lower it on myself and slather my slather myself <laughs> in garlic. <laughs> slather me or Putin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says garlic uh, is a common example. Oh, hey, this actually kind of answers a little bit of a question about the Ed Sheeran All of thing. our questions. It says, also a branch of a wild rose are said to be harm to vampires in Europe. So it, it shows him holding a wild rose at the beginning of that, showing that he's impervious to it. Wow. Interesting. I mean, he is away. at the end. I, spoilers, but at the end of the video, Ed Sheeran is not affected by the sunlight. Right. And see, that's, I'm wondering Unlike if the other ones, they kind of gave that away, but it says uh, sprinkling mustard seeds on the roof of a house was said to keep them away. Uh, mustard seeds. Mustard seeds. Faith of a mustard seed placed on the That's right. We'll keep house. away vampires. <laughs> Crucifix, holy water. Vampires are right, said to right. be able to... Holy water, walk. Batman! We've got the solution! <laughs> Holy water! We can keep the vampires away. Uh, it says they were unable to uh, walk on consecrated grounds, such as churches. Um, but yeah, it says mirrors have been used to ward off vampires, facing outwards on a door in some cultures. It's interesting yeah, see, to me how all of this... I don't this, get that, like, like how that wards them off, versus I thought they just didn't have reflections. I didn't yeah. think that was, like, actually a thing that was like, oh, this is an, another weapon. And I'm like, yeah, like, what equals mirror? Well, it says here they've been used to ward them <laughs> what off. What equals mirror? What equals mirror? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, vampires do not have a reflection and do not cast a shadow, perhaps as a manifestation of a vampire's lack of a soul. Oh, <laughs> but it was used oh. by Brahm. The reason we have shadows is because we have souls. Yeah, yeah. The only this is connected directly to the shadows. Are we all just shadows? Yeah. Oh, we're just shadows in the wow. in the night. Ships in the that's night. right, passing me by. 
just wasting time trying to prove wow. who's right. So deep. And if uh. it all goes crashing into... I'm not going to quote that whole Matt Carney song. Oh, philosopher. Great <laughs> Carney. <laughs> the great Carney. Uh, it says, vampires can't enter a house unless invited by the owner. After the first invitation, they can come and go as they please. What a bunch of mooches. Mm. They're just coming Your in actions there eating right, all the, the ramen. Yeah. Oh, I want your ramen. I want to... It says that they were not generally considered vulnerable <laughs> to sunlight. Isn't that like where did that come from then? It says that they weren't. All of like, a sudden, they're just like they're like, "Ooh, we forgot about this." You know, they're like they're a little op. We should definitely uh, give them a weakness. <laughs> How about you know the sun? Right, right. It's I I find all of this interesting to like dive into folklore stuff because. Like ah Taylor Swift okay yeah all this folklore stuff I mean great production so Taylor Swift is also a vampire yes <gasps> another one oh my goodness it's been in front of us this whole time I went up an octave or key change to uh, add some more tension to it but I do wow. feel like it's it is like actually really interesting to dive into like the old folklore and folk tales. Because you wonder, like, where did this stem from? Because, I mean, yeah, we're reading about it, and we're seeing them be like, oh, yeah, like, the, the Orthodox Church was scared of this, and, like, they mm -hmm. it started as this legend. But, like, where did the legend come from, and how did it end up so in-depth? You know what I mean? Like, there's... Right. Even, even if we look at today, like, the idea of, like, Bigfoot, you look and you say, does Bigfoot exist? Some people will say, yes, I think Bigfoot is real, and some will say no. And the depth of it is, like, not much of a plot. Like, it's a, it's a large beast, furry-type thing. It's a furry in the woods. and it's Yeah, actually, big furries. In the woods. And it wanders around and probably has some more out there. But there's no, like, I mean, maybe there's some lore to it, but... With vampires, they're like, oh, they're scared of this, they're scared of this, they're scared of this, they need this to survive, right. they can't do this, they can't do this, they can't do this, and they're jumping, there's a dog that jumps over them, and you're like, where did the detail come from? Like, so much detail. And mm -hmm. then it got to me. I started thinking about this just now. Okay. If we were to create our own version of a legend, where would we wow. need to begin with that? Where would we need to begin? Where would we need to begin? How do you think we could start a well, legend? I mean, I think we need we need to consider the new uh, the new new. You know, like what oh. what now is like what could be most places. You know. Yeah. But also, like what 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 hasn't been done before? Very true. You know, and so it's just like I get like I'm I'm kind of feeling like water based. Mm. You know, water-based ones, you know, yeah, kind of. Maybe they're in the sewers. Maybe they're in the oceans. Ooh, maybe yeah. they're in lakes and rivers, you know. Now, um, do you think that, like, the idea of, like, aliens could count as folklore, in a sense, eventually? Yeah, I mean, I think they, uh, I mean, uh, eventually, I would say, yeah, like, like a while, yeah. the idea of aliens is, is pretty much up there with, you know, vampires or zombies. Yeah. You know, it's just that, like, idea of, like, here's what we uh, imagine to exist. Yeah. You know, but in reality, it's like there's really no proof apart from random things here and there. Right. That's kind of um, what I was thinking. And, 
And I mean, here's the thing. I think it's 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 the hardest thing comes to if you really considered it to be real, we would probably know about it. Like the odds that like they're so secretive. They're yeah. so good at like preventing people from finding out in today's right. society with cameras everywhere, with social media, with you yeah. know, the people on Reddit, the people on the internet that find out all of the things and expose them, I'm like, there would be no way yeah. that some vampire out there wouldn't have like made some mistake at some point and outed themselves. Yes. And then we'd all be like, okay, yeah, vampires very much exist. Our zombies very much exist. Yeah. Even, even aliens. I didn't listen to like all the information that Area 51 released about aliens, but apparently there was like this big release day or whatever, right, where they were like, we're sharing all of the information we have about aliens, right? Yeah. I, I looked into it some, and it was basically like, we don't know. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, well, see, that's what we're saying. Shocker. It's like, yeah, like, the idea that these things, you know, oh, would they ever exist? Well, like, if they did, we would have seen something by now, especially with all of the technology, like you're saying. And, you know, some, something like Bigfoot, you know, it's been years and years and years of people saying, mm-hmm. you know, does Bigfoot exist? And then you don't have any trail cameras that have caught a footage, you know, footage of it. And and then that yeah, causes footage. people to like go into the idea. <laughs> big footage. <laughs> big footage and small footage. But it's also interesting because ever since then, people have now started the theory of, oh, like Bigfoot can turn invisible. Have you heard well, that? Of course. And so it's like people say he's. Can I want to say yes. I just watched this thing on like National Geographic with Sarah, and we were watching about Bigfoot and all of that, <laughs> and these people like looking for them. Not only that, I'm pretty sure this dude got a grant or something yes. to just go like look for it. And I was like, "Excuse me, can I go get money to just go <laughs> look like for nothing hunting in the woods or talking to random people about stuff?" Uh, yes, please. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, for me, I, I'm like okay. I could understand if there's like some sort of mountain ape that is just like extinct, you know, kind of thing. But that's as right. far as I can take something like that, where people are like, it actually turns invisible. I'm like, now we're doing the vampire thing again. Like, it's just, it's, it's like folklore and it's like fun to have stories like yes. that. And like, you see it influence media and you end up with like all these great movies and stuff from it. But at the end of the day, it is all. But legend for right. the Taco Boys to discuss. That's right. You know, and I think it's that idea of, you know, it's fun to be creative and it's fun yeah. to think of like little things and just go along with it. But it's that idea of like when it all comes down to like, yes, we technically can't prove there is no Bigfoot, but also like, you know, there there are those <clears throat> skulls or like footprints yeah. in in the mud and it's like i mean the same thing we have like with megalodons right it's just like we have the jaws of these like yes excuse me massive sharks that once existed you know yeah. and it's like that obviously we don't have footage of it or anything like that and are they all fake you know right do megalodons exist did they why do they how do we know these aren't fake jaws that were created you know well and that's like you know, I was having the discussion with someone 
and they were talking about like something their parent had told them about something like to so that they wouldn't do it and it was like kind of a joke and then they like hmm. didn't find out till they were older that it was not true you know and the parent like never thought anything about it like they just right. kind of joked with their kid at some point and then they like just sealed it away and so you wonder like could it have started with some dad being like don't let a stranger in. They might be some undead person who will suck your blood. And the kid is like, oh my goodness. And goes the rest of his life telling people that sort of stuff, you know? And you just never know how they, how these things became like, and I, that's, that's kind of true. It's, it's kind of, to me, that seems like almost a likely scenario that it would be something someone told almost as a joke. And that it, then that person took it as like, this is a true thing, and I did not pick up on it being a joke, you know. And now I've told so many people, mm -hmm. so right, or just some really extended prank, you know. Mm. It's just, a really extended prank that the whole town's in on. Yeah, the whole town is now. He's like, guys, it's just a prank, bro. And they're like, we've been living in fear and burying people upside down <laughs> with sickles, <laughs> you know. Like it's just he's got out of hand. <laughs> Oh my goodness. We committed to the bit and we never released. <laughs> uh, and speaking of sickles, why are they called popsicles? <laughs> That's a great question. Is it because it's icicles? Is that why? I would assume icicles and this is just a, a popsicle. A it's a But it's why is a sickle is a sickle the same thing as an icicle? A sickle. Well, there's there's a there's a version of a sickle that's Spelled with a an S, and it's basically <laughs> they're all spelled with S's, aren't they? I th wait, hold up, maybe <laughs> is it the sickle, a bagging hook, or a reaping hook, or a grass hook? Oh, yeah. Okay, sickle, uh, ancient Greek, um. Basically, hmm. a fixed length of... Oh, I just looked up... Uh, yeah, let's see here. Why can't I spell today, Christian? I don't know. Pops... Oh, it is with an S. You're right. My bad. I was thinking cycle. Oh, That's no. okay. Anyway, I don't know why it is called a popsicle. And if that has anything to do with the the tool a sickle or if it's from an icicle but why is it called an icicle unless 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 the sickle the pointed object and then someone right. saw frozen ice that was pointed and they were like that's like a sickle it's an ice sickle and then later they made frozen pop and they called it a pop sickle because it was like an ice sickle i think we're on to something and yes. Then, and so that's, after Epperson named his frozen snack the Epsicle, the Epsicle, it became popular with his school friends while running a lemonade stand at an amusement park in Oakland, California. And Epperson realized that he could earn money from his invention. Epperson changed his name to the treat to Popsicle after his children always asked for Pops Sickle oh, and signed man. up for a patent. Pops Sickle. That makes sense. That I was like, maybe it's a dad thing. <laughs> just so that man literally uh, just took something that he 
was just having fun with and turned it into a kingdom of sweetness. Which I is why, si. in order to protect myself from vampires, I will be buried with a popsicle. That's right. <laughs> a garlic popsicle. A garlic popsicle. It'll melt pretty mm. quick, but at that point, it'll be pre-slathered. It's just going to be laid on me, and it'll like <laughs> release. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you really need to do is just make sure no dogs or cats jump over you, because you're fine That's at that true. point, right? I, mean, I have cats that jump around me all the time anyway. I'm doomed to a life. Well, you're not of, dead yet. Yeah, I'm not. I'm actually undead. <laughs> uh, but hey. Wow, wow, wow. We've done it. We're another episode into the season three. And wow. we're we're coming at you with more this season. That's right. And speaking of more, we have more people more people that are involved with this podcast. There we go. My my whole segues have been off today, Christian. It's okay. How would you have segued right. to that? The- I would said we have a lot of people that we would actually invite into our house oh. today. That's you so know who good. These people are. It's, mm. <laughs> I've been off my rhythm, but we do have more people that we would invite. I would invite these people. They would come on in. Come on in. The I said the water's fine. The house is fine. <laughs> That's right. Our water house is fine. Our water house is fine. And those people that would be invited are Lachlan, thank you. Sarah, thank you. Daniel, thank you. Katrina, thank you. Kendall, thank you. Bethany, thank you. And hey, we've got forget. Uh, we've got people I almost forgot. We've got Jay. We've got Ishvin. We've got uh, Sam. We've got Tim. We've, we've got Matt. Uh, but we we uh, almost forgot you know, that kind of thing. But hey, wow. What a pleasant time. That's D- right. You know, invite people into your home, but don't if they're a vampire or if you're skeptical of it. And uh, make up a legend and send it our way. <laughs> if That's you've heard right. of a crazy legend, actually send it our way. That would be a lot of fun. Like if you have that a local legend. Love that. Local legends. Local legends. Local legends. Send them We're our way. We're not talking about people that have done amazing things. <laughs> We're not like, talking Dale about wants local hero hot dogs. <laughs> it's like no, that's I mean, that's legend. amazing, but a legend. Well, you legend. could also send us that, but, but that d- would be cool. Specify that he is, you know, heroic legend, <laughs> yeah. hot dog eater. Yeah, we might we might would talk about that actually. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> that's so, right. With that, well, goodbye.